I see two tech twos. Okay, one less tech two. So you're one tech. I'm the one with the camera. I don't know what the other one is. You don't know who that other tech two is? No. Uh, you must have joined somewhere. I joined on my phone yesterday. That's tech two. Make sure you close it out and end that call. I did. I closed the window, but um, maybe you have to check on the computer itself. Maybe it uh, the window's not open on the computer. Is it okay if there are two tattoos? Yes and no. I mean, there's just there's, there's no need to have another open call. We should end that call. So it's open somewhere. You need to end that. How? You have to find the open call and end it. If not, we have to start this whole thing over. Okay. Uh. But at any rate, let's start the the um, the meditation music, and then we'll we'll go get we'll worry about the other tech too. Okay. I'm playing meditation music. Say again. Okay, so I'm going to mute myself and you mute yourself and let that music roll. Okay. Get the. Art of Living Church meditation on deck. Remember the 15 minutes that's going to go in 45? Yeah. That's in 10 minutes? Yeah. yeah. So get that one ready in a different tab. And at 45 after, we're going to transition over to that one. Okay. Okay. Good luck, sir. I'm standing by. <laughs>
Take this time to sit back, relax, and go within. Take a deep breath and inhale and exhale. Another deep breath, inhale and exhale. And as we let go, we let God. We know that God is all there is, and all there is is God. So as we come today with an attitude of gratitude, giving thanks for this wonderful day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing right now in it, we give thanks for the peace and love, and joy, harmony, perfect health within us right now. And as we go deeper, we know we are touching that which is always within us. We're touching that pure joy, that pure peace, pure love, pure harmony. And we know that we are well. So we give thanks for this day. And as we see ourselves and the energy that's in this room, we know the energy is forming together. We feel this energy. And the more energy is together, the more powerful we are. So we let this energy permeate within every muscle, cell, and fiber of our being. Unblocking any blocks that we may have. Permeating through every cell that needs to be fixed. It's fixed right now. We know that our bodies, our bodies, we feel it, we feel it, feel it right now, as I do. So I give thanks for each and every one that is here. I thank you for this feeling that is permeating deep down inside, deep down to my soul. And I continue to feel this feeling, this feeling of harmony. So let's continue to go within and stay within. Feel God's presence.
As you continue to feel this euphoric feeling, this love feeling, this feeling of joy and peace, happiness, feeling the vibration continually 
moving up and our frequency changing right now. We feel this love. We feel this love penetrating through every muscle, cell, and fiber of our being. We continue to feel this. So as we come back to this room, continue to feel these feelings of love. Know that God is all there is. All there is is God. And relax into a beautiful, beautiful day. And together let us say, and so it is. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I am Reverend Dorothy Watts, and I am the senior pastor of AOL, and I am the facilitator for the day. Let me welcome all of you to the Art of Living Church, and let us prepare for our opening song that we will now have by Karen Gibson and the Kingdom Choir, Stand By Me. Tariq? When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we see, no, I won't be afraid, no, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. Stand by me. Yes, stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. The sky that we live upon should tumble. See, I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear. Just as long as you stand, 
stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. that selection. Thank you, Tarek. So beautiful. Karen Gibson and the choir stand by me. That's a wonderful thought to have, knowing that the perfect divine inspiration within is always there and standing by you. For we know that it is the something that woke us up this morning that brought us to where we are now. So I thank you all for joining us. Right here and right now, I want us to prepare ourselves for our announcements for today. So let us welcome the very wonderful and lovely Miss Yolanda Holiday. Holiday. Good morning. Our mission and purpose. The Art of Living Church provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. Well, we believe life itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and build the art of living through the universal principle of love. The Art of Living Church family encourages you to invite your family and friends to call in and, and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, if anyone present or has a family member who would like a practitioner session or prayer, let Coordinate Assistant Beth Franklin know after today's service. Please make contributions with your tithes and offerings to AOL where you get your spiritual edification. Made payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. Ernest Holmes states that even the spirit does not seek to control us. It lets us alone to discover ourselves. That's page 195 of the Science of Mind Daily Reading. This has been Yolanda Holiday with today's announcements. Please enjoy your day. Blessings and namaste. Thank you, Ms. Yolanda Holiday. The wonderful announcements in your reading. I have an announcement myself. I'd like to let the church know that I received a call from the very wonderful and beautiful Miss Linda Leslie. She called me last week to let me know that Practitioner Robert Leslie's surgery went well. 
and that he's doing well. And I want to thank you all for all your prayers. She wanted to thank us for our prayers and for supporting them at this time. I want to thank you all for your prayers and for holding that light around our brother Robert, knowing that all is well. We see him going home and knowing all is well with him and the family. Blessings to all. So as we continue, I'd like to ask you all to please at this time mute your phones by pressing star six. That will mute your phones. I hear some chatter or some noise in the background. It's very important that you mute your phones. And whether you know it or not, you may be whispering to the person next to you. But if you're unmuted, we can hear your entire conversation. So please mute your phone. Okay, right now we're going to have our opening reading and prayer from Reverend Dr. Tyson Morris. Dr. Morris. Today's reading comes from two books I've selected. The first is Change Me Prayers by Tosha Silver. I am reading from page 39. Change me, beloved, and to one who knows my spirit is eternal and ageless. Let me release any old ideas of constriction or limitation, returning to my true essence and expansive, radiant light. My whole being is filled with joy, energy, and beauty, a vessel for the divine. Now I will read from Ernest Holmes 365, Science of Mind a year of daily wisdom, and I am reading for July 17th, second chapter, second paragraph. Today I am seeing with the eyes of the divine. I am looking at things in a perfect and direct way. I am seeing through confusion to peace, from doubt to certainty, through fear to faith. Quietly then, I review myself, those around me, and everything that occupies my attention, bringing to them all a broader vision, a deeper insight, a more complete perspective of the infinite harmony that I know in back of, in, and through everything that God has made. I am keeping my eye to this one truth. What God has done is good. Therefore, my experiences are good. What God has created is wonderful. Therefore, I am surrounded with good. In calm judgment, then I sit quietly within myself and in my imagination look around and see everything according to the divine plan. As I do this, everything I look upon shall become transformed and reborn. I see with the eyes of God. One thing I know is that whereas I was blind, I now see. John nine twenty five. And let us now turn in for the opening prayer. If you would all like to close your eyes 
and just tune out all distractions from the external world. Allow that peace to come inside and quiet the mind. Let us now take three deep cleansing breaths. Number one, I breathe in and I breathe out. Again, I breathe in and I breathe out, releasing all that discomforts me. I breathe in and I breathe out. And with that, joy comes in. Now we turn our palms up and we give presence to the Almighty God. We acknowledge the power and presence of God as we focus and center on the power that is within us all in and around us, the universal power, the Mother, Father, God, the infinite spirit, the one power and presence that goes by all names across the globe. We turn into that power and presence. We thank you that you are an embodiment that is a part of us and all that is listening. And for that, we are, thank- we are thankful. Thank you for this day, eternal essence, higher self. Thank you for its existence, our existence in this moment. Thank you for extending us and us waking up this morning to see a new day. We thank you for that. We thank you for that with great gratitude for the health in our body, our minds, and in our spirit. We acknowledge that we are still here. We are grateful for AL. We are grateful to be listeners at OAL right here and right now. And God, with that, if there's anyone that has anything going on in their mind, in their body, in their spirit, we offer that to you, God. We thank you for transforming Robert Leslie right now, God healing his body. We thank you for any listener that has anything going on in mind, body, and spirit that you need to change, that needs to be released, cleansed, purified, and or transformed. We thank you for that, knowing that the power and presence can do that, that all things are possible, that it is a transformative moment right here and right now. We thank you for our speaker today, Reverend Joan Jacobs, with her message, freedom is your friend. We trust that right action is prevailing through her mind, her word, and that we can take something meaningful from it, and it allows us to transform our lives, that we allow ourselves to be in greater harmony with spirit and with freedom. And for that, we are very thankful. And with that, I trust the process that right action is prevailing throughout this service and everyone listening. And we are grateful for that. And with that being said, I will simply say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for today. Thank you for the speaker, Reverend Jones. Thank you for all participants in this message. Thank you for healing and transforming anyone who's listening that can be transformed through this message today. And with that, I allow it to be so, trusting that your benevolent spirit is upon us. Thank you, God. Thank you. And I allow that to be so. And we all say, and so it is.
Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Tizer, for that wonderful prayer. Beautiful prayer that is just so heartfelt, moving through us right now, lifting us up, blessing our service. We give thanks. Our theme for this month is freedom. Our scripture for today is, do you know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? Corinthians 3 and 16. Today's topic is freedom is your friend. Our speaker for today is Reverend Joan Jacox. And now we will have our music selection before our speaker for today by Tarek. Selection is To God Be the Glory by Nikki Harris. And let it be pleased. 
Thank you, Tarek and Miss Nikki Harris, for that song that I do love, To God Be the Glory, because it puts it in perspective. We know we didn't hang out the sun or the moon, but we know that it is the perfect power, the God presence that did all of that, that made it possible for us to be here today. So truly, to God be the glory. Right here and right now, it is time uh, for us to get to the heart of why we're here. We're here to uh, hear this wonderful lesson that Spirit is bringing forth to Reverend Joan Jaycox. But before we get to that, let me say just a few things about her. I know I'm not going to be too long here. I just want to say that Reverend Joan is indeed somebody that is no stranger to AOL. She's been here since its inception. She's one of our founding members. She's on our board. And she's someone that AOL can truly count on. She's always there. She's not only there just for the church, but she's there for her yoga uh, experience with the yoga students that she teaches and for all of us that she lends a helping hand to. She's also a caregiver to many. So I applaud her for that. So we're going to just welcome her here as our speaker today speaking on the topic of freedom is your friend. Let us welcome, put your hands together and welcome Reverend Joan Jaycox. Morning, everyone. And I am Reverend Joan Jacobs, and it is so wonderful to be here. It is my privilege to be your speaker for today. And I continue to think of the Art of Living Church of Religious Science, a community. At AOL, we strive to teach, uplift, stimulate, and serve our community. Our theme is freedom. And my topic is freedom is your friend. First of all, it is very important to remember God is all there is. Psalms 103, 4. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. 1 Corinthians 3:16. Do you not know that you are God's temple? and that God's spirit dwells in you. Now let's review the weekly uh, lessons that we've had so far. On July 2nd, the first Sunday, Reverend Watts' topic was, don't give away your power. She said, do you know who you are? Think for yourself. She asked the question, are you ready for spiritual freedom? And on July 9th, Dr. Tizer said, but well, her topic 
what does freedom look like? She said, are we free? She said, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Personal self-worth is not extensional. So thank you for those lessons that we've had so far. Now, the beginning of your freedom lies in your own mind. We know that. When you go limiting and binding thoughts, you find that conditions, persons, or circumstances no longer have power over you. Do you think of freedom as a far distance, almost impossible dream? Do you ever say, someday I'll be free to do the things I long to do? Someday I'll be free from pressures and responsibilities. Someday I'll be free to enjoy life. Does the freedom you hope for seem to elude you? The freedom to be, to be all that God created you to be is yours. Not somebody or not someday, but right now. Do not put off your freedom by thinking that you can be free only if some condition changes or if some person changes or by thinking that you cannot be free till the children are grown or the bills are paid. Also know that at some point we begin to realize that manifesting stuff, money, people, lovers, not everything is fulfilling and life requires us to think. With a glow, each new manifestation eventually fades to be topped with a new one and a better one. We shift from manufacturing things to living deeply connected. The shift is to a deeper teaching from the experience of oneness. Remember, oneness. We say, I, I am not all of God, but God is all that I am. If you long to be free, think about the idea of having freedom to be. What do you want to be? What do you want to express? What do you envision for yourself in your life? You have freedom to be. You have the power through the spirit of God in you to be all that you have longed to be. You have freedom to grow, to unfold, to express the God qualities within you. You have freedom to live your life effectively. You are not bound by anything, any person or any situation. You are freer than you think. Step out on this freedom today. Step on it right now. Let's go to the thoughts and beliefs that have kept you in bondage, that have made you fearful of trying. It is not wrong to want freedom to live your life as you see best. God created you a spiritual being. He has put his spirit in you. God has given you perfect freedom to grow and to unfold. He has implanted God-like powers and abilities within you. Freedom reigns from within because freedom is your friend. Now, 1 John 4, 18, the New King's Version. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. No matter what anyone says, we shall know that God is in charge. The scripture says, perfect love casts out fear, and God is with you as perfect love. You need not be afraid in the presence of God. You need not be doubtful or anxious. You are not to be bound by what you have been in the past. Remember that. You are not to be bound by what you have been in the past. 
You cannot be limited by what you have thought of yourself or what others have thought of you. Here in this present moment, you are free. You are a child of God and you are standing on holy ground. Freedom reigns within you. Lift your thoughts above the limitations of your life. Meditate on the idea that there is a spirit in you that is unbound, glorious, and free because freedom is your friend. A large part of spiritual freedom is freedom from the soul identification with your thinking. We go back to Ms. Watts as she said, thinking is so. Most people experience who they are based on their identification with their thoughts and emotions. This creates a piece of me that is separate from everything else and their thoughts and emotions dictate their experience. For example, if you see a dog or a cat, immediately your mind calls it a dog or a cat and brings up past experiences with the dog or cat, including the type of dog or cat, and you judge it according to that. By perceiving the dog or cat through your definitions and your descriptions and your judgment, the dog or cat is an object separate from you. You never actually experience the dog or cat. You experience your mind's interpretation of it. Spiritual freedom is when you are no longer bound by thought identification, thought perception. You experience what you are, what life is beyond what thinking says is here. You become free from being bound by that sense of me, 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 that is separate from everything and experience the oneness that is everything. It does not mean your thought perception is no more. You are simply no longer bound by it as a sole way of perceiving. You begin to experience the essence of everything as one consciousness, one energy, and that experience is infinite peace, bliss, and love. Now, based on this research, spiritual freedom refers to a state where a person is socially and spiritually free, allowing him to prosper both materially and spiritually. For such a person, there remains salvation in this world and in the hereafter. On the other hand, if people do not have real freedom, then their inner potential will be wasted. As long as such people keep their spiritual facet chained, they will regress and be hindered from progress. We need to be free in every sense of the word, in every sense of the word. Example, the freedom from within, freedom from negative powers, and freedom from man-made forces. One of the tasks entrusted to the prophets from the very beginning was to liberate people from their internal locks. We need to free our eyes, our tongues, our ears, and minds from negative thoughts and actions. In the contemporary age, human beings live in total confusion and bewilderment. Yes, a large part of spiritual freedom is freedom from the soul identification with your thinking.
who recognized the prevailing spiritual confusion, inconsistencies, and contradictions to step out of the accepted environmental spiritual concept after realizing that something major is missing in the mix, thus having the determination to free oneself from any accepted conventional concepts by challenging yourself to find out to break free from any traditional thinking by becoming a truth seeker at any cost, giving an opportunity to your inner spirit and the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth will guide you by becoming a real thinker, courageously entering new uncharted intellectual waters and discovering truth on your own is the greatest of all human experience. Your thoughts are the channels that take you to your presence within. When we go beyond limits, we, we, we awaken to the power within. Unleash your authentic gifts by igniting your creative potential through spiritual tools and principles. Discard stale stories, ancient dramas, and doubt. As you transform your life into a new way of being through spiritual principles and practical tools, give yourself the freedom that is inherently yours since birth. And I will go and give you a few things to think about. Recognize God as and through all life. Discover your unique place in the universe. Open doors with the creative power expressing Accept daily your good and express your gift. Utilize the life applications for the life you desire and deserve. Lovingly release hidden beliefs. Meditate, pray, envision a new path. Immerse yourself in the new thought movement that literally shapes your life. Die deeply, discipline your life and taste freedom on a daily basis. By practicing the suggestions I have given you, the inner freedom you feel will sustain and uphold you as you go about the activities of daily living. You will, free, you will feel free, you will be free, for you are spirit. You're unbound, you're unlimited, you're unaffected by circumstances, all wise, all loving, and all powerful. And now I'm going to stop and give you a joke. A joke on freedom. A bus full of ugly people had a head-on collision with a truck. When they died, God granted all of them one wish. The first person said, I want to be gorgeous. God snapped his fingers and it happened. The second person said the same thing, and God did the same thing. This went on and on throughout the group. God noticed the last man in the line was laughing hysterically. By the time God got to the last 10 people, the last man was laughing and rolling on the ground. And when the man's turn came, he laughed and said, I wish they were all ugly again. <laughs> oh. Okay, faith, it until you make it. Stand on your faith. Trust the spirit within to increase your health, happiness, and contentment. Trust the spirit within 
to bring you refreshing rest, sleep, and renewal each night. Trust the spirit within to reveal to you right companions and satisfying relationships. Trust the spirit within to pave the way to effective action and enable living. Remember, remember, you have a friend. Trust, truly trust the spirit within. Your trust frees you from the burdens and releases you from feelings of excessive responsibility. To trust the spirit within enhances the working of your intellectual processes and helps you perceive when the suggestions of others are wise and right for you. I have, I know I have some young people here that I've spoken to. Remember this, trust the spirit within because when the suggestions of others are wise and right for you, you will know it. When you trust the spirit within your inner freedom from heaviness of thought and emotion lifts you above the strain of difficult striving. Practice going into the silence. Practice momentarily trusting the spirit within to reveal to you what you need to know. Trust the spirit within to direct you in helping your body adjust to healing, to strengthening and rebuilding. Trust the spirit within to guide you into the most helpful ways of communicating with your family into relating successfully to any challenge in your home or in your business. Trust the spirit within to unfold your life plan and trust the spirit within those whom you love to unfold their life plan to them. Trust for your children and don't try to fix it. Trust God. Trust the spirit within to give you the right ideas to solve anything in your life that needs solving. Trust the spirit within to illumine your mind. Trust the spirit within to heal, to heal, to heal your body. Trust the spirit within to release you from limiting relationships or habits. Throw out those bad habits, throw out those negative things. Trust the spirit within to free you from agitation or irritation in regard to the attitude of others. Trust the spirit within to quiet your impatience and bring new peacefulness to your soul. Trust the spirit within to show you how to handle your business, your family, and your friends, and to give guidance in making decisions to fill you with a feeling of well-being in all things. Trust God. If you think that your faith is not adequate, or your belief not strong enough, start to build that faith and belief with these very words, saying them boldly and firmly every day. Say this to yourself right now. I trust the spirit within. Faith it till you make it. Practice trusting God. Practice trusting his presence in you. Practice trusting God's presence in others. Practice and continue practicing. Repeat the words every day. I trust the spirit within and then let go. Discipline yourself to affirm this at every moment you become upset or disturbed about anything or everything. Use the wonderful tools of your mind 
and your heart positively and constructively and stay with an affirmative attitude of trusting that spirit within until you begin to feel an inner presence. It will come. It will come. But you must practice, practice, and practice. And say, I am free and the perfect power within gives you unlimited potentials. Romans 12, 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. No matter how deep your difficulty appears to you, trust the spirit within to guide you to victory. And it will. If at first you find it a struggle to trust, trust anyway. If you feel that it is impossible for you to trust, trust anyway. If you think you cannot make the grade, trust the more. If you doubt your own ability, potential, or capacity of faith, just be the firmer and more insistent that you can trust that spirit within. Practice, practice, practice. Trust again and again and again. Trust by the moment. Trust in the morning. Trust in the hour. Trust in the day. Trust at work. Trust at rest. Trust yourself. Trust others. Trust life. Trust the spirit within and within everything. The reality of the spirit of God lies within all worthy of trust. Freedom reigns from within. And freedom is your friend. Declare your freedom knowing that you are a child of the light, blessed, supplied, and guided by the light of God that never fails. Just let go and let God. Trust the spirit within. Now keep in mind, gossiping or some breaking news that you may hear, or you may get these negative thoughts or things from the past come up, may get you off track. But stay focused. Stand on your truth. And I will end with the five agreements by Miguel Reese. We've been over this before at some time. Maybe everyone here did, did not. But if you haven't had this uh, book, Five Agreements, it's a good read. And he says, be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity and say all the only, only what you mean. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. And it will be different when you are tired as opposed to well-rested. Under any circumstances, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. Be skeptical, but learn to listen. Don't believe everything you hear. Use the power of doubt to question things and to find out more information. It is really the truth that you're seeking. Listen to the intent behind the words and you will understand the real message. And so is the lesson and so it is. Wow. Let's, let's give a hand of the round of applause for what we're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
you have been waiting for that lesson and you surely did not disappoint. Right on point each time. You begin with an overview of my lesson, letting everyone know that I had told them and asked the question, are you ready for spiritual freedom? And you posed that and you went from that, letting them know the things that I had spoken about and went on to Reverend Tiza and uh, spoke about what she talked about and gave a very pointed thing about, uh, I like the phrase, check yourself before you wreck yourself. That put everybody in, in space right there. You also went on to say, how do you see freedom? Does your, um, is freedom something you hope for? Or does it elude you? And you said, stop thinking that you can't be free until the children are grown, until the bills are paid. And I've heard so many people that are friends of mine saying that on the jobs that I've been on, that they would never be free until their kids were out of the house and until they were grown and the bills were all paid. So you're right. A lot of people do think like that. And it's a good thing that you pointed it out. And I like the fact that you said you are freer than you think. Because a lot of us don't know that it all begins with how we think. And so it's, you said also that think about the ideas that you have as far as freedom. What are your ideas? How are you, how are you seeing yourself? I like the focus that you put. And you also said, you came back to your top, topic, freedom reigns from within because freedom is your friend. I, I love the way you put that. And I know we're going to have time later on for others to say things. I don't want to just sum it all up because you really can't. I've got more notes here than a person that's going through Science of Nine One. It's beautiful. I'm just <laughs> writing and writing and enjoying this whole lesson. So thank you so much, Reverend Joan, for uh, what you shared with us. I love your lesson. It's just beautiful. But we're going to move on right here. And all of you who want to comment, you'll have time to do so at the end, um, uh, at the end of our uh, uh, service. We'll have time for you to comment as well. So thank you once again. Beautiful, beautiful lesson. Let's give another hand for Reverend Joan. Come on, come on. It's beautiful. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Beautiful Thank you. And so now it's time for us to have a musical selection uh, by Tart. Tart.
yours? Yeah, I got them yesterday. And now it's got to come down to you. I couldn't agree with that song more. You can't beat God giving. Spirit has an endless supply for each and every one of us. Thank the Lord. And so right here and right now, we're going to ask Reverend Jones to bless our offering. Reverend Jones. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Luke 6.38 infinite presence, I give thanks for the abundance that is ours to share. We give thanks for the substance that we are blessed to give. Thank you, God, for those who are giving generously of themselves to support the AOL ministry. Lord, we ask that your blessing shine upon tenfold or greater. Thank you, God, for lifting us up and blessing this ministry. And together, let us say, and so, so it is. is. So it is. So it is. Thank you, Reverend Joan. I also would like to thank all of those who contribute to AOL. Thank the givers, thank the tithers. I want you to know that all of your donations, I personally see and I bless them. I put the light of God around them and I see, see all of your abundance being blessed tenfold or greater, thanking God that you blessed us and gave to AOL. So I want to thank you all for giving and your generosity. Thank you. And so right here and right now, we're going to ask practitioner Kenneth Morris to come forth and read the virtual prayer. AOL virtual prayer. The Art of Living Church is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people in Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding cities and states. I pray, believing and knowing that every listener received transformative revelations through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Reverend Joan Jacobs who so effectively delivered a message to us on how freedom is your friend. I believe that right action is now happening for our AOL church. They are family members and the guest listeners in every area of your life. I pray for your understanding, your help, your finances, love, family, and all your endeavors. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing called life members present or not present until we meet again. With great gratitude and a humble heart, I let this be so, and so it is done, and so it is. Amen. 
And so it is. Thank you, Practitioner Kim. Thank you. And so now we will move on, and it is time for us to have Cindy's Corner. Reverend Cindy? Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And this, I'm going to do a synopsis of one of our own prolific writers and civil rights activist, James Arthur Baldwin. James Baldwin was born August 22nd, 1924 in New York City, Harlem Hospital, and was raised by his single mother. In 1927, his mother married David Baldwin, Baldwin's stepfather, an evangelical preacher struggled, who struggled to support a large family. To this union, she had eight more children. James was an excellent student who sought escape from his environment through literature, movies, and theater. During the summer of his 14th birthday, he underwent a dramatic religious conversion, partly in response to his sexuality and partly as a further buffer against the ever-present temptations of drugs and crime. He served as a junior minister for three years at the Fireside Pentecostal Assembly, but gradually lost his desire to preach as he began to question Christian doctrine. Shortly after he graduated from high school in 1942, Baldwin was compelled to find work in order to help support his brothers and sisters. Mental instability had incapacitated his stepfather. Baldwin took a job in the defense industry in Bell Mead, New Jersey, and there, not for the first time, he was confronted with racism, discrimination, and the debilitating regulations of segregation. The experiences in New Jersey were closely followed by his stepfather's death, after which Baldwin determined to make, a writing, his sole, make writing his sole profession. He moved to Greenwich Village and began to write a novel, supporting himself by performing a variety of odd jobs. In 1944, he met Richard Wright, who helped him that to land a 1945 Saxton Fellowship. Despite the financial freedom the fellowship provided, Baldwin was unable to complete his novel that year. He found, he found the social tenor of the United States increasingly stifling, even though such prestigious periodicals as The Nation, New Leader, and Commentary began to accept his essays and short stories for publication. In 1948, he moved to Paris, using funds from a Rosenwald Foundation Fellowship to pay his passage. Most critics feel that this journey abroad was fundamental to Baldwin's development as an author. He said, once I found myself on the other side of the water, of the ocean, I could see where I came from very clearly. I could see that I carried myself, which is my home, with me. You can never escape that. I am the grandson of a slave and I am a writer. I must deal with both. Through some difficult financial and emotional periods, Baldwin undertook a process of self-realization that included both an acceptance of his heritage and admittance of his bisexuality. Baldwin moved to, to led to a burst of creativity that included his book, Go Telling on the Mountain, Giovanni's Room, and other works. He also wrote a series of essays probing the psychic history of the United States along with his inner self. 
Many critics view Baldwin's essays as his most significant contribution to American literature. They included notes of a native son, nobody knows my name, the fire next time, no name in the street, and the evidence of things not seen, and I wrote as Beale Street could talk. In addition to his books, Baldwin's essays, he wrote plays that were produced on Broadway. At the time of his death from cancer, late in 1987, James Baldwin was still working on two projects, a play, The Welcome Table, and a biography of Martin Luther King, Jr. Baldwin was also friends with Dr. King, Edgar Evers, and Malcolm X. He was real concerned about them during the Civil Rights Movement. Baldwin died on December 1, 1987, in France. That's it. Thank you. There's a lot written on uh, Google about James Baldwin. You might want to read it. It's a lot. Thank you, Reverend Cindy, for that excellent message on James Baldwin. That is wonderful. One of my favorite yeah. authors. My favorite book by him is The Fire Next Time. And one of the Man. famous sayings that I like by him about freedom is that people are as free as they want to be. I love that. Amen. I kept that in my mind. And he's right. You're as free as you want to be. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. Let's give her a hand, everybody. That was beautiful. Give Reverend Cindy a hand. I thank you. Thank you. Okay. So now it is time for our closing song, and uh, it will be "Happy" by Pharrell, and we will have music by Tarek. Tarek, take it away.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are happy. I hope you felt it over here. We were sending it out into the ethers. We are happy. Want you to be happy and know that freedom is your birthright and freedom reigns within and freedom is your friend. Enjoy your life. Yes, yes. Let us thank once again our speaker for today, Reverend Joan Jaycox, for the excellent job she did. Thank you, Reverend Joan. And um we're going to just have a wonderful moment here as we call her up to do our closing prayer. Reverend Joan. The prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The light of God, God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The power, the power of God, God, God The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God watches over us. Where we are, God is. Where we are, God is. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, thank you, Reverend Joan. So let me thank all the participants for today. I want to thank uh, Reverend Joan, first of all, for your wonderful le lesson and for all the energy that you expended on us and giving us all those wonderful things that we can, that'll carry us forth through the week. Thank you, Reverend Joan. I want to thank Tariq for being such a wonderful uh, uh, person that kept our sound going, kept us with our meditation. I think he had an assistant today, the young Mr. Sean Rogers. <laughs> is up there helping him out as well in Seattle. Hello, Mr. Sean. And um, 
We also want to thank Yolanda Holiday for being such a wonderful announcer. Thank you, Ms. Holiday. I want to thank Reverend Dr. Tyza Morris for her opening reading and prayer. I also want to thank practitioner Ken Morris for the virtual prayer. And thank our one and only Reverend Cindy for Cindy's Corner. She came through today with James Baldwin, as she does every week. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Also, um, right now, uh, let me say that if there's anyone who would like to receive a prayer session or a um, practitioner, a prayer with a practitioner or a minister, or has a family friend that might need that help, they'll they can contact Beth Franklin, who is our coordinator, who will provide them uh, the assistance they need to be in touch with someone to help them. Vess, are you there? Hello, Vess. Vess uh, Franklin. Can you hear me now? I can. I think you was you muted yourself, right? Yeah, I, I thought I undid it, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, you're good. Come on in. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, AOL. This is Bess Franklin. And yes, if you or a family member would like to have a prayer or prayer treatment, it can be done privately by phone. If you or the person needing prayer does not have a practitioner in mind, one will be selected for you. And don't forget that Reverend Dorothy and practitioner Ken are also available. So you can just give me a call at 310-293-4457 so that I can schedule your phone appointment. Thank you. Thank you, Vess. And also, I have a big announcement for you all. Our speaker for next week is none other than our very own practitioner, Ken Morris. So everybody stay tuned and be prepared next week. <laughs> practitioner Ken Morris. A great message. <laughs> I know it will be. We're looking forward to it. Thank you. You, you didn't think I forgot you, right? I'm, I'm coming. I'm right here. No, we're going to talk about AI next week. <laughs> All right. All right. I will be there. I want to hear about it. All about it. Okay, everybody. This really concludes and ends our service for today. And uh, for going to make a few remarks at this time, now is the time that you may all come in and have a few remarks. Anybody wanting to say anything, now is the time. The floor is yours. Reverend Joe, this is Ken. Uh, the biggest impact of your message hinged on emphasizing how we should have faith and trusting the spirit. That that made the biggest impact on me about all that you said. You you gave us a lot of good nuggets. I wrote them all down uh, as much as I could. You said that we're freer than we think, and we are, but we just don't realize it because we too, we're too involved with all the stuff that's happening around us. We don't even see our freedom sometimes, you know. And God has given us freedom to grow and unfold. Uh, was really. Uh, interesting to hear you say because um, that's really what it's all about and that we're not to be bound by what happened in our past because a lot of folks still live in the past and and that's why they can't move forward you know you look if you look out the the wind, front windshield it's a much bigger view than looking in the back and, and the uh, rearview mirror so thank you very much for a very enlightening message 
because uh, you help to increase my faith and trusting, uh, having that trusting spirit because spiritual freedom is to be spiritually and socially free, as you said. Thank you very much. Good message. Thank you, Ken. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Thank you. Beautiful. Hello, Reverend this is Reverend Tiza, Reverend uh, Dr. Tiza, and um, I want to acknowledge uh, Reverend Jones' message on freedom is your friend. It was so beautiful to hear, and I kind of just closed my eyes and listened so I can hone in on it. And you covered many points, and I think if any of us just kind of focus in on just one or two and just kind of work on that daily, that freedom will definitely be our friend. So thank you for for all that you shared. One thing about freedom, it gives us the freedom to choose. So thank you so much for your beautiful message. Oh, thank you, Tiza. Thank you, Dr. Tiza. You're welcome. Uh, Joan, this is Melanie. And I oh, want hi, to Melanie. Say, hi, how are you? And I just wanted to say your your uh, message was all is as always was inspirational, and the main thing that really got me was take daily trust the spirit within to remind yourself that you have have faith. I just tell you that. <laughs> oh. Thank you so much, Melanie. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Hello? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Oh, this is Cindy. I thought somebody else was. But uh, I just was wanting to, uh, okay, hone in and say, uh, freedom is my friend. I didn't know that till today. <laughs> oh, but freedom okay. is <laughs> is a friend of mine, and I need I need an, a, a a good friend. And uh, yeah. I, I like everything that you had said. In in a couple of things that um, we needed to be reminded of is recognizing that who and what God is, and that we ain't got to go outside and call him. He's already inside of us. And we just yes. need to fall back on what we know and use it and learn to listen, Lord have mercy. Uh, I preach this all the time because uh, nowadays it seems like we're talking a lot, talking, talking, talking. And I know these young people are just running their mouths and not listening. So uh, keep preaching that, learn to listen. We got to tell these young people to hush and listen mm-hmm. and question things. I, I have some seniors that go to the doctor. They don't ask them a thing, write things down and question, come on. You need to know what's happening with your body, what's happening with your life. So you ask the person in front of you with the white coat on, okay? And listen intently. Woo, Lord, we got to learn how to listen. I'm, I'm just so, <laughs> that's one of my major focuses this year is to teach these people or to talk to them about listening because like Judge Judy said, you got two ears and one mouth. Come on. Listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you for Thanks, Okay, Thank appreciate you. it. 
Okay. Thank you. Hello. Beautiful. Go right ahead. Whoever's next, speak up. Go right ahead. Floor is yours. Um, I just wanted to say, Grammy, you did really good. Sean. Oh, thank you, Sean. Sean. You're thank welcome. You, Sean. Oh, yeah. Also, um, Lawford is here too. Hello. Come here, get the camera. Hi, Lawford. Hi, Lawford. We're going to give you a picture. Here we are. Hi. Hi, Seattle people. Hi, Seattle. Oh, now we see you. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hello. We're showing pictures because we're on the computer over here. So we're showing pictures. Waving at our family in Seattle. Yes. Thank uh, you. Okay. For those of you who don't know, really good. You too, Hi, Denise. Hi, Denise. <laughs> I was doing the uh, music. Oh, he did the music. Okay. I thought you were helping. Great job. Because Uncle Tarek had to go to like an event or something, so I was doing it. Uh -oh. Great job. Oh, great job. Oh, great job. Because that's you. not the easiest what thing to do. Back up with you. That's great good. job. Thank you. <laughs> we got to start him early. We got to start him early. Yeah, you mm -hmm. do. I'm glad she's there. Amen. All right. Well, I'll see you guys in LA. Okay. Looking forward to okay. it. Me too. Love you. Have to you guys. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Later. Okay. Great job today, Grammy. <laughs> that was a wonderful message. Thank you, Grammy. Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy. <laughs> Grammy. That was cute today, Grammy. <laughs> okay. Um, good morning. This is Lenny. And um, Auntie, I wanted to say that you did a wonderful job. Thank um, you. Freedom belongs in your own mind. Letting go of experiences will free you. I was like, ooh, that is so true. And don't put your freedom, don't put off your freedom based on conditions. That was when the kids grow up or when I get this promotion, when I do this, that, and the other. Freedom is now. Freedom is at your, you know, is, is ready there. Freedom is within you. And uh, I just, I just love today's message. It was high energy. It was, as soon as you start talking, I was like, wow, you know. So <laughs> you, you did a great job and just gave a wonderful, uplifting message, reminding us freedom is our friend. Okay. Oh, thank or is you, your Lenny. friend? Okay, you're welcome. Thank love you. you. Love you too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lenny. Thank yeah. you, family. Thank you, family. Family. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Anyone else? Uh, yes, this is Bess. Uh, Reverend Joan, I enjoyed your message very much. Thank uh, you. You, you. You're welcome. You reminded us to trust the spirit within in all yes. situations. Practice, 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 and then practice some more. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Bess. You're, you're welcome. Okay, everyone. Anybody else? Okay. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for a beautiful message. Glad to be here. Love you guys. Hi, Reverend Dorothy. Hi, Denise. Hi, Denise. Thank you for joining us. Love you. Love you. Give your mom my love. I will. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, everybody, thank you so much. I think, if, is there anyone else? Because I know you guys have other things to know. I know Ken has somewhere to go. I know Ty's is busy. And I know quite a few of the rest of you have something to do as well. Um, anybody else have, have anything they want to discuss? If not, I'm going to close it out. Okay. I want to wish everyone a wonderful week, a beautiful day. God bless you all. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Right. Until next time. Thank you. Yeah. Until next time. Light around everyone. God bless. Uh, Cindy, are you off? Or are you on? All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Cindy, can you hold back for one second? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Everybody else, if you want to go, you can go. Um, I just want to meet with Cindy for one second. Is uh, Sheila Mitchell there? <laughs> Sheila, are you there? No. Okay. Um, Cindy, I believe Sheila uh, is trying to get arrange something for us to get together, right? So was yeah, Tuesday okay for you? I think it was the 18th, right? Uh, repeat that. Was the date the 18th? I'm looking up the date. Oh, she hadn't given me a date. Well, I'm looking here because she had wrote me something, and I was hoping she was still on. Matter of yeah. fact, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call her while I have you here, if it's okay. Okay. Hold on okay. one second and make sure that she gets back to us with uh, a date and uh, where she's going to have it at. Okay. Send out a okay. little memo tonight. Hold on before you get off the line. I'm gonna wrap this up. I hope she picks up. Okay, well, she's not picking up. Cindy, so what I'll do is text her and tell her to send us out a memo as to the date and time of the meeting and where she's having it, okay? Okay. And so we'll all be on point together, all right? Okay. All God right. bless you. Thank you for all you do. Okay. Send love and light to you and the family and have a blessed day, okay? Thank you, Dorothy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, dear. Bye-bye.